You, I would love to have you come sometime to Venice. Mm-hmm. I would love to come to Venice. We can if I we ever want to do an alt meeting there. I'm totally down to host. You, oh, let's four, do a, four stories rooftop. Hold on a second, Jack. We have a very special guest. Very Jack. special. He's wearing a Rage Against the Machine shirt, an Evil Empire shirt, which is just fucking so appropriate. That's not my favorite album of theirs, by the way, but um, Jack lives in Venice. Billy and Jack were just talking about that. Jack is <clears throat> very close with Jason and Victoria Evigan, Chumba Crew. That's how I met Jack. He went to the Philippines yeah. with me, actually, and I have a video. Literally. It was a good trip. Yeah, Bo- Boy Epic is making the video right now. It's like going to be insane. Wait till you see it. I'm sure you're going to be in it. Probably, yeah. <clears throat> which will go up on my YouTube channel, Patrick Ridge, which is, to be honest with you, how does this look? I can't see anything. Well, look, look at the back of it. Touch it. Oh, just touch it. We're, we're, I'm trying to film with this GoPro. Jack is also, Jack is also a very avid... Um, it doesn't look good because all you can see is an ashtray. It has to be like this. Jesus person, Jack. We <laughs> just did our Sermon on the Mount meeting, um, which is really, God, man, it's really, I mean, look. Uh, I just always get a little worried when I mention Jesus to, 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 to people um, or on the podcast. Um yeah, d- 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 don't. Yeah, no. I mean, if you can get it to be dope, that would be cool. But well, if I could turn that upside down, I could probably put it on there. But anyway, go ahead, talk. I'll fix all of Uh No, don't, 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 don't worry about it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, yeah, I'm gonna hit you. Um, so yeah, Jesus, Jack is a Jesus. Get your pasture. I just don't want to turn. I don't know. I guess is I, it pasture or pasture? Uh, I don't actually like that term. Oh, okay, really? Well, yeah, and you also aren't a big religion guy. I'm I'm trying to get the religion out of me. Okay, so yeah, okay, so that's what I want to make. Oh, we're good for that. I want to make. I want to make good group. Yeah, I want to make this clear to all the listeners just right out the gate. Like, we're not religious. I've always thought religion divides, and we're just looking for like some sort of way to live yeah and there's certain principles outlined in the sermon on the mount that can help us live and we just talked about this in our meeting because we're sober and we need a design for living yes i concur okay so let's talk a little let's have let's open let's open our fucking minds that are so closed (laughs) we're so fucking stubborn and 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 close-minded let's just shut the our minds up shut up and let's just talk a little bit about Jesus for a second. Down. You think we could just do that? For I a think second? That, I think it'd be great to talk about uh, Jesus for so, a second. So, so, like, let's just—I don't know. Maybe he was. A, I, I'm pretty sure he was an, an actual person. Whether he was the Son of yeah. God, I don't know. Did he rise from the dead? I don't know. I don't really fucking care. <clears throat> it's the most popular book ever written, and that alone is reason enough to talk a little bit about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I'm just neither of us are going to say it better than. Emmett's book, like where it opens. <laughs> I'm so glad. Do that, you do you want to just could you, should we just read like no? I'm just that paragraph. I'm just so glad that you are down <laughs> with that. You're so dope. that book. You're so dope. Yeah, because I I, I I 
you know, because I've mm. always talked about that with Jason and, 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 and when, when, when you say, Oh, Emmett Fox, it's auto Like I, I know Jason too. Like automatically it's like, wait, some random person is interpreting Jesus. No, right. I'm not down with that. But like this dude's so ill, like he has other books and he's written a lot of cool shit. Right. Well, when um, I, okay. So when you invited me to the meeting, I didn't, I didn't, I heard, I heard we're going through Sermon on the Mount. And then I, and then I, so like, you know, right. I have this background where I'm like, right. I read the scriptures, right? I read, there's like Jesus, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John of Sermon on the Mount. Then we get to the meeting and we all got the little red books. I'm like, oh, I didn't, I, uh, right. I Sermon, didn't know. Yeah, Emmett Fox. I didn't know, but, um, but you were like kind of open. I was open. But, and like, I, but be honest though. Like, can you just get totally open? Yeah, but let's get really honest. When you first saw that that name, that word, that name, Emmett Fox, did you initially have any, like, mm. later? It was blank at first, and then I Wikipedia it. So it was like, mm. at first I was like, oh, cool. Like, someone's going to talk about the Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. That's fine. This is where we get really honest. This is great. In this podcast. We, we can we, we don't can, have time for weather talk. Or we bullshit. can talk about Sermon on the Mount. Then I Wikipedia him, and it says something like... In the meeting? In the meeting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. And then it says something... I, I, I think he's like... Church, it was a co-founder of like Church of Science or something. Mm. Have you yeah, he's a scientist. Christian science, maybe. <laughs> but, well, but Christian it's not, science. it's not Scientology. Right, I, which I don't... He's you just know. like an ill psychological... Totally. He's like a... Wait, wait. I want to I hear what his... Because he's like new... Like fresh and new Billy, coming in. Billy, when you need to shut me up, just be like, <laughs> look at me and be like, Pat, shut the fuck up. No, I'm well, sure. I just want to hear his opinion without us tainting it at all. Like, because it's Let's interesting. Because he's not an AA guy. He's a right. well-versed Jesus Bible person. And now he's coming into our world. And Angela just tainted my view a little bit of sermon hmm. of this Emmett Fox saying it's not Jesus. And... The problem is, before I, is all these Christians are talking about demonic warfare, and this Christian's right, and that sex wrong, and now Angela's telling me this, and I am very much a truth seeker. I don't want to eat bullshit. Yeah. And that's why I don't say a lot of things until I know what I'm talking well, and about. And all of us are eating that book and none of us have gotten any BS. No, it's just been it's, great. It's uh, pretty for decades. It's pretty pure. Like, yeah. So what is what was your opinion and what did you look up uh, and what did it say about yeah. him? Then? So no no like yeah. no reaction at first. Look it up on Wikipedia, instantly think, Oh, he's he's gotta be like a new ager or whatever. I, I thought he might have been a Scientologist, like either Scientology or New Age. But I'm like, I mean, I think where I'm at is, you know, every single human on the planet, like nobody's got the corner on God, right? And so if you're going to, everyone's got going to share a little meat and then you're going to have to spit out a little bone. So I figured, oh, we're going to get something good out of this meeting. Like I wasn't shut off. I just thought, I just thought it was kind of funny that we're reading Ed Fox instead of <laughs> quoting Jesus. And like earlier tonight, uh, we had this new girl too, who didn't, she didn't really like she's like what what is this all about right. is this the and i was I, I, like she read the line of the from the sermon i'm out like you know blessed are the poor right and she's like is that emmett 
I'm like, no, that's Jesus. This is all written somewhere, like, in a row. He's just dissecting it line by line. So, anyway, it, yeah, first reaction was, okay, this might be a mixed bag, but we can all eat, you know, anyway. <laughs> but it's actually not mixed and at it's, all. <laughs> as I go through, it is, uh, it's fire. Yeah, it's pure. But It's pure. So, I started reading the Bible recently, and how would you know what, the Beatitudes are saying if someone doesn't interpret them for you. I mean, isn't that what you wow. do when you give a sermon? Yeah. Oh, so, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, I, I would never get the message that Emmett is producing well, <clears throat> without him what, doing what, what's, what's your question? Uh, the Beatitudes, somebody has to interpret them for right, you because yeah. it mm-hmm. doesn't... Right, you, yeah. you, the, shit, the, the shit that yeah. is being talked about in the Sermon on the Mount is yeah. kind of, it's like old, the way they talk about it, it's old and it's hard to understand. Right. Yeah. I think it's a good question. I'm not mm-hmm. sure I have a great answer, but what's the, what's the question? Well, the, so the question is how could, how could you read the Sermon on the Mount line by line and get what it means without Emmett Fox's, you know, interpretation or yours or somebody's yes. or someone's interpretation. That's why, that's why having the interpretation is, is really cool. Cause it right. helps you really understand what it is that's right. being said. Yeah. I just don't think there's any way I would extrapolate what he did without help. No way. No way. I would just take it at surface value. I, I mean, wouldn't. but he's just a human. I'm just a human. And he, so, yeah. No, but he's, all... he's a human that's done a lot of, of research and, and who? And I mean, yeah, no, he, yeah. he's a human that's, that's done so much. Well, you know, like when they say turn the other cheek, people assume that's just let someone hit you in the face and then give them your other cheek to hit you again. But that's not what it means at all. What do you think it means? Well, I've read what it means. Uh, I can't remember. It means to turn the love other- them anyway. Oh, well, I don't know what it what means. Is, what, what does it mean? You know, Jesus well, says when they hit you or slap yeah. you, turn the other cheek. Mm. And, you know, at first face value, you would think, oh, it's just like, let right. him beat you up. You know, let him slap your other cheek. But that's not what it means. And I don't know what it means. That's why I'm saying it's hard to read the Bible. I'm doing it right now, and I'm just yeah. like, whatever. I think uh, it's, it's a story. Like, okay, so Emmett tonight said in our meeting, one of the quotes we read, he said, Jesus was a realist. Yes. Everyone was trying to take, you know, to take the mystical sayings of this man and extrapolate them. And the reality was he was, pra- it, 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 we use the word practicable and realist because when he just said, you know, blessed are the meek, they're going to inherit, right? They're mm-hmm. going to inherit the earth. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I never really thought of that as could guide how I behave in a day, but the reality is you can just be weak, be meek and have that posture. So, so you don't have an Instagram. No, that's where we're at. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll work, we'll work on that. I mean, I, I do, you can tag me. It's just, I don't, it's, there's no, there's nothing there. You might think of sure. joining, can... <laughs> joining us in, okay. in, 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 in the pursuit of trying to reach other people. Um, a follower. What? Like it's like a follower of Jesus, but a follower of. No, like you can just talk about ideas that yeah. you believe in, and there's other people that don't have access to that, 
that my whole thing is trying to help people. I right? love it. That's it. So I think that there's Ta- a tag me. Yeah. Okay, cool. So let, let me, let me, let me at, what is it? Jack. J A C K. Yep. Mass teller. M A S. Yep. Is there's like a teller. dog behind a green? Yeah, that's it. Okay. So everyone, I, I want to do a, a social <laughs> experiment right now. Everybody listening. I want you to go follow Jack and I want you to comment on, we're going to post a picture of you right yeah, now. Let's do it. Okay, cool. So let me, before we get all in this Jesus and principles and lose ourselves um, or find ourselves, whatever yeah. happens, let's, I, so where does Jack come from? Are you an LA born person or are you, where'd you hail from? Yeah, I've been in LA five years. Um, hail, I mean, man, a lot of places, but Chicago, Ann Arbor, Michigan, Grand Rapids, Michigan, spent some time in Colorado, but grew up in, grew up mostly in the Midwest in, in Michigan. And then how'd you end up in these other places with your parents or on your own? Uh, on my own. So, oh, man, I, I think Colorado was because I became, hold on a second. Yeah. I, I became like a, kind of like little new age kind of slight Buddhist for a while dropped out of college moved to a ski resort was meditating on like the mountains and crap wow it, how was that yeah that it was horrible really <laughs> I it was uh I think it for me it was like an escape I'm getting big wafts of marijuana it's pretty nice <sighs> oh you don't even have the app on your phone uh, it's there um so for me though, that was just a really hard time in my life. My parents had just gotten divorced. You dropped out of college. Your parents were getting divorced. You went to yeah. a ski lodge and you were meditating on the mountain. Mm-hmm. So were your parents? Did you grow up in a religious household? No, my my parents. Uh, yeah, they they didn't really have. They, like I think when I was young, they took me to church a couple like a few times, and then at some point they said like. Hey, if you want to keep going to church, we'll drop you off, whatever. So I think it was mostly like good principles, good friends, stuff like that. So you went and started, you started to seek when uh, you were in college. Yeah, I think I, I, like I've been talking to God since I was five, asking him, hey, if you're real, turn off the light switch in my room. He, He never did. Do you remember that? I do. Huh. Well, I think it was actually turned on the light switch because in my head it's a, it's dark. You know, I'm a little afraid of the dark. Oh, you mean like literally and figuratively turn on the light switch? <laughs> or at five, maybe I you're not I wish it was figurative. <laughs> at five, you're, you're too linear. Okay. So, yeah. And ever since you've been talking to God? I, I think so. And then it's just, it's pain. It's suffering. When I was about 18, 19, that's when most of the pain and suffering hit. Hmm. And that's when it's like, I kind of, I actually, instead of going more into the Jesus route, I actually had a, I was just looking for something, not mm-hmm. honestly, I, I was looking for some, some like miracles. Cause I had just never seen that. And I had read in the scriptures all about it. And then already at this point you had uh-huh. read scriptures. Yeah. I had been reading probably from 12 to 18. I read every night, but why? What prompted you to do that? I like, just felt this purpose. Like I felt like I mean, I felt like I was pushing hard for like what I wanted to. You know, like I, I was honestly kind of a you know 
in the books and all that jazz. And then at the end of doing homework and crap in school, I'd just be like, well, this is really important, but eternity is bigger. And I always believed there's some sort of time continuum where... And you don't know why you went on that uh, that tip, like why that... Because most 12-year-olds aren't like reading the Bible. They're yeah. playing video games or whatever they're doing, yeah. right? Well, I think it came from... The, few, the times that I'd been in a church and it came from the times I'd been in like a camp, like a church camp. So, oh, okay. Yeah. There was some influence. So, there. okay. Yeah. So, in, I mean, in any case, you know, you turn 18, all, everything kind of shit hits the fan. And then I, I went kind of seeking something really tangible. A guy had introduced me to the, the Victor Fra- Frankl book, uh, man's search for meaning. And that just kind of led me into the, um, you know, like the secret. You heard of the secret. Is that a good book? Should I read it? I mean, don't let me be the judge. I I I grabbed onto it. I started seeing things kind of happen with it. Like they basically the idea was your thoughts, you know, manifest things. So oh. I started kind of picturing what I would want, and then it kind of would happen. So like. Well, I, mean, I totally believe that. Right. I mean, all of this stuff Law points to that. Yeah. I mean, he's going to start saying it in sermon. He already said it, states of mind. Yeah. And they're starting to say whether you're aware of the, your state of mind or not, it still affects your life. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, um, you know, at the time, the things I wanted were pretty, sh- were you know, just simple. It was like, okay, um, I want to make a lot of money. And so it was like. Started doing like you know under the table snowboard and ski lessons or whatever at, at the ski resort I worked at, and then one day I couldn't get a lesson and I was trying to apply the principles of the law of attraction. I was like, okay, I am believing, I'm seeing the money come to me, and then I look down and immediately there's just like a, a hundred dollar bill on the ground. Mm-hmm. So I felt like it was working. I felt mm-hmm. like. I would kind of see it's these hard to say if it's for sure or not though. Right. You can't like, or you believe it was, I think it was, I feel it's pretty legit because, um, you were looking for lessons like giving lessons or taking lessons. taking. Oh, okay. oh, 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 sorry. I was providing ski, like ski and okay. lessons. Yeah. But, um, but like my little law of attraction board had like a, kite board on it like a very Whoa, specific you kite. even made a board so you've gone hard i went hard i like okay. asked some of these gurus if i could like be their intern and crap like i went to their i i consumed all their books i i went i went deep in it for a while wow um but it would just coincided with a time of a lot of pain so uh-huh. when i'm in were you getting relief from seeking the, these so the idea so that's a good question because the idea was if you have a lot of negativity in your life, you need to not focus on the negativity. You need to set your mind on what's positive, be grateful. The problem with that and a young guy who's in a lot of pain is you're not actually dealing with the pain. You're faking that you don't have pain or mm. properly <laughs> grieving it or feeling and being a, a damn human. That ain't it. Right? Hmm. And so I stuffed all that tried to fake myself into I'm really happy and I have the life I want. Mm. And where that led me was deeper depression because then everything's undealt with and I got suicidal. Mm. And so it kind of ended with me just being like, I'm at bottom here. I, but, but you didn't try it. You just were thinking it and feeling it. Yeah. I would just like, fan, I would just have little fantasies about it, mm-hmm. but never, 
made a plan or anything like that. And I didn't think I could do that. But. So are you in a, do you think you're an intelligent guy? I'm just curious because I haven't met anybody who's gone that hard at that young age. I'm, it's, yeah. a, it's a curiosity. Like, yeah, no, why? He, he is. Actually, can, can you just tell us real quick about what you did for a job? This fool was sure. like on some, like, he was helping massive Fortune 500 companies like, sure. get yeah. their shit together. Hmm. Like, we're a company. Right. What would be some of the questions you would ask us? So, you basically helped <laughs> yeah. your companies. Like, right, right. Just briefly. I'll what, give you a little background. Yeah. Um, like, quickly, though. Yeah, yeah. I do like management consulting, strategy consulting. I work for the largest uh, like professional services company or consulting company in the world. Um, oh, which is what? It's called Deloitte. You do Deloitte presently? Consulting. I do right now. Oh, yeah. okay. And um, so, how the fuck did you get that job? <laughs> no, like I don't even yeah. know how that works. I'm not um, saying you don't deserve. No, 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 it. no. You do. I'm no, saying, I love the. Que- I love. I'm like, the, where do you like what Deloitte? Like, I, how does that even happen? Did, did you go to school? Yeah. Or? So I went to a good school. I studied economics. Mm. I did my internship in like economic development in India. <laughs> so this guy is like really fucking smart. <laughs> Billy's over here thinking you're like some idiot. Who got I thought sh- maybe you were a surf bum living in some rich guy's house or something. Yeah, well, no, that's what, I mean, that's, that's not not true. That's true at the same time. Right. But that's why Jack's so rad. <laughs> well, that's, I don't know him. So yeah, no. yeah he doesn't come across as like, like some, this is yeah. like the perfect guest <laughs> for our podcast. Mm. And I'm like so stoked. He's on finally. Because Jason and Victoria just are so, they're like, you know, I mean, they had, you know, we went to, in, we went to fucking India, filmed their music video, and then we went to the Philippines, and they, you know, they have a lot of friends, like, Jack is the one person they chose to come with us, and for, us, for what? I mean, they why? chose us, which was pretty amazing that we got to go with them, like, so they came and approached you and said, I want you yeah. and you to come with me. Yeah. I mean, you know how many pe- friends they have, right? He, well, uh, a, yeah, lot, a lot. A lot. And I mean, it was just, I felt like really, you know, well. Oh, can, but can I ask you a question? It's an honor. Can I ask what? you a question? I'm, I'm loving it. Let's keep going. <laughs> well, why? Go ahead. Why did they ask okay, you Okay, well, well, okay, so I Jack, mean, of all the people, why did well, they be, choose you? Well, because I'm pretty sure Jack, because he's a, a really spiritual, like a guy that can like bring the word of God into people's lives and stuff like that. And I think me and Veronica are just chill and fun to be around. Also, I can film stuff. and But it was funny because they didn't necessarily like... Like I feel like if we if we didn't actually make a music video, they would have been like fine with that. Right. But we ended up making like the sickest right. music video because I'm not like fucking around, and I made like we fucking crushed it. No, don't tell me how to run my podcast. <laughs> this shit is fire because I'm fucking out of my fucking gourd. Okay, and I know people listening. We have been jumping around though, because we were talking. Yeah, but you want to? It's too slow. It's like enough with like the question. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna keep it moving. Let's follow the fire. Yeah, I'm putting some fire into it, just because like I, I, I just think it's important where you came from. Yeah, which is Jason and Victoria, and what we did in the Philippines. It's interesting, right? And I also think that people are probably interested in yeah, why me and Ron. I mean, they're here to. Because let's be honest, people are listening because of me. I'm sorry <laughs> to say that. Okay, 
But so let's talk about that a little bit. <laughs> like, so we went, we're, she's like, learning the, to lose. She's the easiest person to be around in the world. Yeah. Veronica's like, oh, the she's best, great. Right. Um, and she's I'm got a tattoo that says snacks. Yeah. And I'm filming everything. So that's cool. But we're both, you know, they're a couple, we're a couple. They liked, and we also were kind of like available. I think like, you know, not everyone can just like go away for two weeks. So yeah, like it's not, but yeah, so we're like some of their best friends, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. but Jack worked for, you know, big companies, right? So let's just say yeah. we're a company, right? We want to grow, you know, we, we want to learning to lose. Right. This is our, our, this is our podcast, me and Billy, you know? Um, okay. What would be some of the things you'd ask or how would you? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'd start. We hired you. Boom. You hired me. You're I'd start here. with who, who are you? What's your, what's your vision? What, what, what are your 10 year goals? What are your, what are your, what are your one year goals? What's your trajectory? What's your trajectory? Like, what are the, what are the structures you have in place to get there? Okay, so it's so, all just, okay. Well, start from the end work. Yeah. That's backwards. great. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So let me ask you this. Do you know anything about monetizing a podcast? I can. So that's the stupid thing about consultants is that they don't really have that much knowledge. They just know how to solve problems. They're just like a, they're like a, you know, you get a good handyman and like they just figure something out, uh-huh. even if it's really hack. Uh-huh. That's a, that's like a strategy consultant. They just can figure stuff out. Okay. So, so the answer is not yet. Okay. So how would you can just like Google it, right? So basically, well, why don't we let Billy answer this question since he's the least qualified to answer it? Veronica's in the background yelling as if anyone can hear her. If okay, you I'll, talk, I'll interpret what he did no, no, with no, no, the boat. No, 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 no. I want her to come over here, and I want people to right. hear her beautiful Let's voice. Pop her on. But sorry, back to my question. She yeah. thinks she can participate in this podcast from the kitchen, but you can't. <laughs> you should just have a mic back there too. I know she had. Like, oh, she should get her. Oh own no, one. but Billy, I want you to answer his question. What's your question? It's your question. No, you question? asked, "What's your ten-year plan?" Okay, yeah. What's your What's your ten-year What are your ten-year goals? What's your mission? Well, I'll call it my dreams or my goals. Not I don't know you about personally. A plan. Okay, <laughs> oh, leave. okay. So, I was about to tell you the whole shebang, shebang. Okay, so we're a business, and we've hired a consultant. Oh, oh, that's this guy easy. Charges well, a lot of money to do what he's about to do for us for free. All right, bro. I think this podcast is cool. It has a little bit of following. We want to make some money. How do we do it? No, 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 but that's not, that's not a very... That's my question. Right, and that's, I can no, roll no, with no, it. No, 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 Oh, I have to answer the question? Hold on a second. Okay. That's not a very well thought out 10-year plan, right? So he asked... Let, wait, let's, I let's don't actually, even know what my question let me, is. Let me ask him. Ask me a question and I'll answer it. Okay, let's start with this. What's your vision? My vision is to grow the podcast and monetize. That's not the vision. What? My vision is to help people live better and at the same time myself. That's How? what's up. Through the spoken word on the podcast with my friend and other people. Yeah. Can you quantify that vision? So you want to help people how much and by when and who? People who are seeking and trying and willing to listen to the podcast and try it, try the principles and things that we talk about. So do you have a specific audience? 
Yes, sort of. I'd like to expand, but right now it's people in recovery mostly. How many millions of people are in recovery in the world? A lot. That speak English. Unless you're trying to produce uh, this in another language. God, that, <laughs> what a great question. See how good <laughs> Right, that's this? very good. Like, wow. I don't really like, know, but I know there's a lot. You know, but here's <laughs> the thing is, I've actually thought about this too, right? Like, so right now I'm, I'm in the process of like, um, you know, I'm about to spend some money on YouTube ads, right? I, there's this guy, my friend Nate, my, my, my friend Aaron. You know Aaron Levon? Yeah. So he, yeah. he put me in touch with his uh, YouTube marketing guy who, who helped him with the network and he's worked with Complex and like big comp. This guy's like the real fucking deal, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I love that. I love that. You, you really are an analyst. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So, so, so <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure. I, I like your response to me saying that he's the real deal. Aaron, I don't believe, I don't know why I don't, I mean, I believe it. Yeah, but I don't know him really, but yeah, I be, what kind of response? I said, hmm. yeah, that's no, what you're supposed to do is say, wow, Pat, you got like a real guy to help us. <laughs> like, Aaron Levant's Yes. Guy so that, this guy is going to help us market everything that I'm trying to do. I think you're misinterpreting me. I'm listening. No, I'm trying I'm, to I'm get, just joking. Um, no, so, you're not. Kind of, but but I now am. we're having an argument. No no no, 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 no. I'm not. I am joking. You, you're you're. I'm not sure that you understand the value of. All right. Well, let's hear it. Okay. So 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 this guy can actually put one of our videos, like what you just said about your vision. That's actually a really good ad. Right. Right. Exactly. So, so that's two minutes. Right, he's asking you about the podcast. It's kind of this is right. This, this is could like be it. amazing, right? Yeah. So I give this to the guy, and he puts it in front of people that have this like similar interest. All the people in the whole world on YouTube that want to be sober, boom. And he does that. How do you get? And he's really good at it, or something. Yeah. How do you get what you're trying to sell in front of the person that, that wants to buy it? You use this guy. Hundred percent, because it's a but, skill. But that's just an example right. of what what he he's saying. How many people are sober in the world? Yeah, and I'm like, whoa, probably like, I mean, like that's well, how many how many people in the world you know open well, up. Here's the deal. But it's not even just sobriety. It's like, are you interested in getting sober? Are yeah. you sober? Or even do you know live with someone? Who's should that you want to be right? Sober, and right? there's a lot more people that want to get sober than are. I sober. mean, bro, we're talking like the, many more check times. This out. We're, we're talking fifty well, percent of the population could potentially could be, it, be interested in this kind of a thing. Well, I think what's interesting is that which like, is incredible. Like me at your meeting saying I'm not an alcoholic, but yeah. coming as I've got something else, and then recognizing the need of like, okay, we all have an urgency to figure out the voice in the head or the ego that I just feel like I'm an example of maybe your audience is beyond a hundred percent. So is alcoholics. So is Victoria. Right. So is a lot of the people, a lot of the the guy who just text texted me, Corey beard, by the way, shout out. I mean, he's not, he's just, I think he's just a regular dude. I don't, I mean, he's not sober or anything. Um, so yeah. And then, so, so, okay. So now that he's answered your question, there's a lot of, so there's a lot of people who could potentially be interested in this. Now what? Right. So, I mean, it, again, you have to like, 
nail all these. So are you going after every single person who happens to want to get sober in every country? Uh, what are the, what are the different characteristics of your, of those people? Would you say there's, there's, there's something specific that you, you're going for, or is it completely broad in terms of audience? It's specific. Okay. How? Tell me about the specificity. People who want to improve their lives. It's that specific. And then it narrows down to recovery people, which we can really speak to because we have a lot of experience. People who are in relationships and they struggle with those because these two and us and all we talk about relationship. I mean, Self-actualization, I think, is my goal, really. Yeah. Sorry, just real quick. This just turned into the best podcast we've ever done. Thank you very much. (laughs) That's just what I do. Sorry. (laughs) It's my affliction. Good job. (laughs) So continue. All right. (laughs) Billy, uh, so so I guess next up to Here's my goal. Okay. So here's who I'm talking to. People who want to be self-actualized. Do you know what that means? Yeah. I mean, that's the pinnacle of life Looking right. in, in this lifetime. Looking inwardly, right. not outwardly. And that's how you do it. And we know that, and we keep continuing to try to do that. <laughs> we, we know that it works. You have the corner on the market of not, self-actualization. I don't know about the corner. <laughs> I don't know about the corner, but we are definitely... No, and I've will, got the corner on God. No, we, no, are, no, no, no. we are willing to put the dirt out there, look, like a lot yeah, of people aren't. Yeah. That's, so look, and we're look, willing to be beauty. honest. No, Eckhart Tolle... Right. Uh, Russell Brand. Uh, there's a lot of people. Yeah. Gabor Mate. There's a lot of people doing. Even even Jordan Peterson. There's a lot of people doing yeah. this kind of work, and we right. love all these people so right. much. The difference is, they're not showing their wife screaming at them, right? Which I just posted earlier today. Yeah, and and I think that's a part of it, right? Because this is me doing the work. And this is what the work really looks like. Yeah, it's not a pretty okay, picture okay, all the time. Okay, so now, now what? Now what? Now that I just had a real fucking fight with a person I love, now what? Now where's God? Where's God in that? I'll show you where God is. God is, I'm sorry. This is why I'm sorry, right. and I'm going to try to do better. And I really do love you and care about you. Look at her. How could you not? But it's also calling... It's also just being okay to have an argument on the podcast. Like I just, you know, and this happens a lot. So this is, that's the difference. It's learning to lose. Pulling back the curtain. Yeah. Like for reals. I think that's, I mean, that's the problem with like self-help in general is because nobody's pulled back. You know, we're not sure what we're getting. Where's, where's Tony Robbins? Yeah. What does he struggle with? (laughs) He's, he's never said. Right. What the fuck is that? How the fuck am I going to relate? Sorry. I don't want to be... I actually love all these people. But I think... I'm actually really grateful that we figured out a new angle, right? Because it's like, yo, he's so ill, but I really can't relate at all. I can't wake up at 5 a.m. and fucking do a bunch of jumping jacks and then like crush the day. Like I'm fucking barely lucky if I can roll out of bed at fucking noon and not be like suicidal. That's important. You know, I don't I, I don't I realize it now. It's, we show the dirt. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I mean, look, but dude, that's there's what no life are. without dirt. 
Right. This bullet, it's not real. It's not but a it's whole a, picture. But that's okay too. Like it's okay for them to it's do what they're doing. Fine, but you can't be like, well, how come my life isn't good? I'm doing everything you say, and I still have dirt because everybody has it. Yeah, and and, and that's what's that's what's uh, resonating so. You know, it's so amazing to see all the people that are getting so much out of pretty much just identifying with the dirt. Yeah. They're just like, oh, whoa, like I'm dirty too. You're probably not going to find one person on earth who doesn't say I'm dirty too. Right. Yeah, but in 12 step, that's that's what unifies us. That's what bonds us is our is our brokenness affliction. our our yeah. our wound what yeah. would you call it our yeah. affliction yeah, yeah. And, and 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 15 years of being in 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 aa mm-hmm. and being in this kind of environment has has is probably the reason why i gravitated towards this this learning to lose idea and this um mm-hmm. being willing to expose all my flaws and stuff because it's just uh thank you very much i appreciate it it's like what we, um, it's what we do in the steps, right? Uh, but it's also, yeah, humility. It's like what we just read: humility, bro- brokenness. You know, the dark. You know, it's darkest before the dawn, and yeah. hitting a bottom yeah. is, is how you get through. And it was also, thank God for prime time because I don't think I recognized the value of complete defeat, surrender, and humility until prime time. Um, but I do want to just take one quick little pause. So we just ate. What were we talking about? Learning to lose. Um, we, were, we were talking about, um, well, we just ate. Uh, Veronica just ate. We needed to eat some food. This is the first time we've ever had like an actual break. But for, 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 for them. Uh, we're starting. For, for, for the people, it was literally a nanosecond. But for right. us, for us, it was like 45 <laughs> minutes. <clears throat> no, we were actually just talking about, you know, learning to lose. And I, I was saying how, you know, being in AA. Jesus Christ. She is. Also, yeah, the more you touch it, can you hear the this, this sounds? We want to be careful about that. Right. But I actually had a really good idea. I want to do a TikTok video. Um like right now we're doing a learning to lose podcast with Jack who has a cool, let me see your shirt who has a very appropriate rage against the machine shirt on Billy. What does learning, what is this podcast? Do you want to just re say what you think this podcast is for or why are we the vision? Yeah. What's the vision? What are we doing here? For me, what makes it so badass is I heal as I try to help people heal. And it's a it's a healing space. I don't know this triangle or even just the two of us. There's something the discussion, but we're also transmitting energy between us. But it's also going out there into the world, and I just want to share it. Yeah, but it's also you were saying about an inward vision. You were saying it's like a wake. I don't know what Dude, I was saying. What was he saying? It was the whole thing. Whole thing, huh? You were like, well, who do you want to impact? Anybody who's interested in giving it a try and listening. I mean, self in self realize what is it? That's what you were saying. Indivi- 
well, Jung calls it individuation, but it's called, everyone knows it as self-actualization, which is the pinnacle of this life. That's what I would like to get to, or at least try and yeah, attempt. And if, and if you're interested in that, which you should be, by the way, if you're not, you're just pretty much an idiot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then listen to our podcast. Uh, I'm the piss, he's the vinegar, or I don't know, whatever. Guys, talk amongst yourselves. I'm gonna so, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna get that little video. Great. So, so, talk, talk to me, Billy. I got a question. I should have shaved before. So, we were, yeah. we were talking a little bit about uh, who who you're targeting, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'd like to know what is your vision for someone from today to once they experience what you what we're doing, what you're offering here. What, how would they look different? How would their lives be different? They would try things that we discussed that we try ourselves and they would feel peace, relief of suffering, maybe. So how do you, how do you make relief of suffering tangible? Recognizing the awareness of where it's coming from and what you can do. It's all thoughts. It's all starts and ends with your yeah. state of mind. So your impact is, it's purely qualitative, right? So someone can say, I feel, it's a feeling, it's a change mm-hmm. in how they feel. I feel less yeah, suffering because yes. I've looked inward. I've thought about what sobriety could mean for my life or my wife or whatever, right? Yes. And I believe that it can be go beyond less suffering and actually joy at some point. I mean, not forever, but we just... So the impact of your company is invisible? Not really, because I can see when you're bummed out and I can see when you're happy. So it's visible in that way. And when people give testimonies or I feel myself, see, here's the neat thing about being the wounded healer, not saying that I'm a healer, but the wounded healer heals when he heals others, right? So for me, it's whether nobody listens or not, it's still fucking awesome, right? Because this space is healing. I mean, do you feel it at all? It's just like, yeah, it's like you, you have a purpose and a reason to go inward and to discuss things. And there's an audience. There's just something about it. I felt it in the, in the group. Oh yeah. I'm new to this. In the meeting. I felt it in the meeting. I felt it every time in the meeting. Yeah. But it's similar, I right? I feel that too. That's why I can't believe that it's not right. Like that maybe it's tainted and not Jesus and it's the wrong path. But you had explained that very well earlier about with all we all eat meat but we all spit out bones, right? Mm-hmm. Like nobody's right. No one has the corner or the absolute correct path to God. Right. That's just yeah. arrogant. Well, and and mis misleading. It's like misguided. Sure. I mean, I, I just think. But why do they always try to say that this is the way, and we know it, and you guys are wrong? Why does doesn't it seem to? Don't all religions kind of say our way is the right way? Um, when I when I say no one has the corner on God, what I mean is, like, you can't go to one person and get every detail 
about God or spiritual revelation, right? You're, we all talk to each other. It's like what you're talking about in the energy in the room. You get something from Pat, that, and you get something different from Veronica, and you get something different from me. And so I think as a collective, nobody, like we all share some different piece of the puzzle that we're trying to figure out, right? And I think it's really important that we don't dismiss, you know, different people or I, or what they have to say because they might bring something we've never heard before. And I think we should hear them out. I think everyone deserves that chance. And I also think that um, if you bring that open mind and like the heart of a learner, you're going to learn from the craziest people on earth. I mean, I think like Kim Jong-un has something to offer right if we if you spent time with him like that he might have some different you talk in north korea yeah okay so but i guess the anecdotal bad guy right yeah no no i agree with you right i mean i I even agree with you uh pedophiles in prison murderers whoever they're all human beings and I don't believe anyone's all bad or all good. And they might have something to offer if we took the time to look. They they probably do because you can learn from people, right? What to do, what not yeah. to do, why they are are the way they are, why how society yeah. maybe is gearing yeah. things in certain directions and Yeah. And and I don't mean to dismiss to your other question though about, you know, cuz I think there is this crazy history of pe- of people saying I think it's a couple things. It's like, first of all, there's so many different perspectives and a lot of different like Christians or churches have said, we've got the corner on God. You know, this is the way. But the interesting thing is, let's, let's like wind that back. It was actually Jesus, who, you know, who, he was like, I am the way and the truth and the life. So I, th- I think it'd be easier to kind of dismiss what the, the churches or Christians are saying Go back to Jesus, try to read Jesus for Jesus, because I think that's just an interpretation of what Jesus was saying. Oh. So I think then the question's more about okay. what the heck Wait a minute, because that's mean? the pinnacle, as you were saying it. I'm like, that is the hitch that's always bucked me off the horse. Yeah. That right there. What? That, that Jesus says, I'm, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Right, and then all of Christianity is so, hinged on that. So and basically, that's my one problem. Right? Yeah, what's uh, we, there's a there's a intelligent, intelligible word for this, but it has to do with like the that basically everything else is wrong. Only those who follow like the Christ, Christian way are right. But right, then, like that's yeah. the assumption. Yeah. And that's a pretty gnarly assumption. It is because you know the because look at all the Christians. Are, that you know, I think you, you know. You were mentioning earlier too, like having a lot of experience with people who oh, claim they're, they're, they're fucking whack jobs, <laughs> dude. The worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and <clears throat> I mean, look, I love, I, I love your wife to death, but I think that there's some people in that circle that they have questionable motives or. On, on you know some of those some of those people people the thing is everybody has questionable motives i'm i'm one of them yeah cuz we're human yeah we, but i'm we, saying those are christians those gnarly christians you know uh, oh, do, do you mean angela yeah like labeling people as evil and 
Uh-huh. Just like well, then she doesn't say they're evil. She says there's an evil presence, or a, right. you know, like she's not saying. I make it. I embellish it a little bit when I reiterate. No, you, you shouldn't do that. You got to be careful because yeah, you got to be careful with that. Why? Well, because you don't want you don't want to you turn don't want to bad guys misrepresent her. Well, yeah. If anything, you should be painting her in, in a good way. Yeah, but to, to I'm pe- usually venting when I'm here because okay, I, but what, I, what I'm it's going like through. it's like going to your friend to talk shit about. Yeah, your yeah, girl. you're right. You're right. To talk shit about your girlfriend all the There's time, no right? Need. Then all of a sudden, your friend's gonna like hate your girlfriend, and now you're not all gonna be able to hang oh, out. Oh, yeah. That's what always happens. Right. That's how I. It's, it's thought of Veronica before I met her because I'd always hear about your fights or your yeah. troubles. I never actually met her. And really? I'm like, God, she's a witch. Well, because, dude, that's the thing about a sponsor, wow. right? This is my sponsor. Yeah. I'm always calling. This is the vent man. This is before I was. So this motherfucker finally got to meet Aaron Levant. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? And then he goes, huh, not what I thought. I don't know. I mean, he just looks, he's just a guy. Normal. <laughs> just a human. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I even said right in front of Aaron, like, yo, this is my therapist. Like, could you imagine? Or this is my sponsor. sponsor. You know, could you imagine what he knows about you and your mm. fucking shitty fucking asshole methods of like running oh, yeah, business and shit? Um, yeah, I got this fucking fire post. Yeah? Yeah, it's dope. So yeah, so this is the pinnacle right now. We're giving you the key to life, okay? Because it's not, it's, and it's actually not hard to do. Um, you don't need a bunch of money or success or chicks or cars or you just need to pause right now, wherever you are. Maybe you're in your car. Maybe you're at home. It doesn't matter where you are. Pause. Just, just sit still. Take a breath. Recognize where you are. This is all that's real is this moment, you hearing my voice, my like raspy, punk rock, fucking broken voice, which people actually recently have been saying has a soothing quality to it. They've been saying, oh, I could just listen to your voice all, all these people on TikTok, they're like, they love hearing my voice because whenever they hear my voice, they get reminded of you know, they're, they're okay as they are, you know, because I'm flawed. Right. And it's a, you're, you should be okay with your flaws and we're all in this together. So yeah, be in the moment, be being present in this moment, which is right now. And, um, just, you know, recognizing that everything's okay. It's every, everything's exactly as it should be. So that's it. I mean, that's the, the whole thing. I'm doing it as you're talking. Yeah, and that's why I love this podcast because I get to do it while we're on it too, you know? And, and there are times when Billy will be talking and I'll just be like, oh, yeah, like we're good. And I'll really feel that surrender, you know? And it's just such a cool feeling. I think it's a lot of people, it, it takes them like a, a million dollar check or signing yeah. a big deal or. But it's a different feeling, that kind of high, that adrenaline high from achieving things. It's kind of like a, it's almost like there's a fearful, like of losing it. Like, cause I've had like major successes that I've 
experienced that I got high from, but this, the high that we get from this kind of surrender is a different one. It's almost like better in a way. Cause it's like, you know, you can keep it. Have you heard them say like adrenaline feels like love? You ever heard that? Um, I haven't heard that. What's, what's that? I don't know. I just, (laughs) not much to it. Just that, uh, it's like that intense burning mm, passion. Yeah, it, it does. It's like the, yeah, I get it's that. Got that. Yeah, it has, that it's vibe. like almost like f- a f- you're almost afraid. It's like the butterflies in your stomach. You're like, ooh, yeah. uh, I love. But like you know, my love for Veronica is different. Yeah, no, that's not right. really love. But isn't it interesting how all that stuff comes with the instant fear of losing it? Yeah. Like instantly, you're afraid of losing it. Uh, yeah, and that's why you can't keep it and that's why it doesn't work the same way that this like God surrender thing works because this God surrender thing is actually something you can keep and have any time yeah so do you yeah. want to you were saying how you wanted to continue the consulting session so he said sure. what were you guys remember alright well you told me a little bit about your vision I want to understand the persona of your audience member that you impact. So what would like, what is the transition someone does? So is, is the idea that they start like, for, for example, take the persona of someone who is currently an alcoholic. They listen to the podcast, they experience something from you. And then what happens? Do you expect them to, Listen for a year, join AA, get sober, or what? What would be their journey? Like, walk me through the journey of your your dream audience. Well, if they stick around to listen, they could either scoff or they could like it. But if they're listening, it's planting a seed, and they're getting little bits of principle, and hopefully someday they act on it and go to an AA meeting or contact him or talk to a friend about it or something. What would happen if they talked to him or talked to a friend? He would direct him to the primetime website. He would direct him to meetings. He would say, look, I know where you're at. I've been there. You know, um, here's what you can do. If you really want to do something, here's what you can do. A friend I don't know what a friend, it depends on their friend. I don't know. But at least I would be reaching out and looking for a solution. So it's definitely about getting them to a meeting. Veronica just hit 1,000 subscribers. Yeah. Veronica, come here. It's definitely about getting them to a 12-step meeting. I firmly believe that there's really no other way. I've heard people doing it through religion. Yeah. But that wouldn't have worked for me. Sorry, guys. So, Yeah. And there's so many 12 steps. So if you don't want to go to AA, you can go to NA. If you don't want to go to NA, you can go to fucking A. If you don't want to go there, you know, there's just a whole lot of A's, you know? Veronica just hit 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, she, 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 would you have 24? 12. She had 12. Wow. How <laughs> long ago? Just, the TikTok thing started happening. And, and, the YouTube thing is like just two incredible. and a half months or something. Wow, that's dramatic. Well, I have 12,000. That's what happens when you work that hard. 
Well, actually, I bought my first thousand so I could get the URL. Now you can have a custom URL, Veronica. YouTube, YouTube.com backslash Veronica Ridge. Yeah, you can't I don't get even, that. I don't even know what that is. What'd you say? I don't even know what a URL is. I know it's something to do with an address type thing or something, but I don't. Well, that, that's exactly it's a web what address. It it's a web address. Plain and simple. Yeah, you, you don't need to make things more complicated than they are. You but, know, but a that's lot. my skill. That's what I'm good at. No, but that's <laughs> something that we're going to work on getting you better. You don't need to. Um. Uh, can I ask you about this guy you hired that you're you're telling me is going to really get get our audience? He's uh, uh, going to get well, the message in front of the audience or the podcast in front of the audience. Well, let me just be fair. Like, I have him starting on my YouTube channel, right? Because the 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 the, the real growth that's happening right now is with is with me and her mm-hmm. and my TikTok, which is centered around um, the our relationship my sobriety right so this podcast is an offshoot of that so then what's the target audience well well for so you see so the first thing i'm gonna have him start working is gonna be ads for my youtube channel right because the bigger that gets then just random ads are in front of the right like like ads like the, 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 the sizzle for the show, right? So, so hold on a second. Let me just show you. So, so this is the, he, he had us make a 15 second ad, a 30 second ad and, 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 and a one minute ad. You know, I'm about to be like very famous, right? No, no. Well, I'm not saying that because <laughs> that really matters. It only matters. Awesome. It's awesome only in the sense that like we're going to be able to actually save lives yeah. and attract people to this sober living. That what's I'm the opening. What's the threshold? No, I'm just joking. I don't know if I'm going to be famous. It doesn't really matter. I already have like enough influence to like help people for real, for reals. So this is the 15 second one. gnarly yeah that's that's kind of gnarly um here's the 30 second one my name is patrick ridge this is my company Ridge I've Productions. this, one, this, is, this is my amazing oh. wife Veronica. i'm sober my wife's not and that's okay at the end of the day we both really want to help people this is our life together unfiltered Welcome to our reality. No bullshit. So, so that's what I'm promoting right now because that's the thing that's working and growing organically on TikTok and actually helping a lot of people who fight, who are sober, who want to get sober, who have a significant other who is or isn't sober. That's really resonating with a lot of people because they don't expect me to be talking about the shit I talk about looking the way I look. Right. Which is, there's something special about that. Right. I know what it is. I know what's, I know what's resonating. I know what's, what's, why it's working. So that, we need to blow that shit fucking up as big as we can. 
the podcast will grow organically. You know how I always talk about like neither one of us is famous. How is this thing ever going to work? Like Joe Rogan like had, he was like, he wasn't like the biggest comedian, but he had something, right? That's how it started. You know, if, if, he, if he didn't have anything, it would have been like so much harder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I now have something. Like I did it, Billy. So now we actually have a chance, you know? Because it's like so, you know, you can't just be nothing and start a podcast. A podcast is like, why the fuck is anyone listening to your fucking podcast? Are you fucking insane? Why would I ever listen to your podcast? I don't give a fuck about your podcast. Unless I know of you, right? Why the sure. fuck are you ever going to listen to some random person's podcast? I've tried but, it. But you actually did. It. You listened to the all bad news thing or the th- things. Yeah, that, I mean, I'll listen to something, and if it's interesting, I'll listen to it. I guess you're right. That's pretty cool. You have listened to the all bad. It's all bad. That, it's fairly new, and they're growing. So how did you like give that a chance? I'm just curious. <sighs> I don't know. It just popped up. And, and you just like listen to it? Yeah, because I, I listen to all the I, I listen to a lot because I work well I listen to it while I work and I listen to everything and I'm looking for something new and I don't even know. I just look okay, it's all bad. Fine. And then it was like hilarious. Wow. I couldn't believe what these guys they're telling <laughs> drug stories, right? Right. You know, hookers and dying and and they're laughing about it, of course, you know. Um The hookers were dying? Uh, well, dying in their disease. <laughs> they were in their disease oh, close to, man. you know, people were yeah. close to death right. and just horrendous stories. And, um, but they're all sober, yeah. most of them. And I don't know. It's really funny, actually. I listen to every, all of them. So, yeah. And I'll, I'll go around and try to find some. I, I, I stumbled upon Sam Harris, I think, or... Shapiro, somebody oh, Shapiro, Ben Shapiro. Yeah, but you have to go on Patreon to hear his whole thing, and I just haven't done that. He talks pretty fast. Yeah, don't you think? Who, who does Ben Shapiro? Yeah, I guess so. But he has guests, so he goes back and forth with that. Yeah. Anyway, anyone who's interesting, I'll listen to. I guess. Yeah, so, I mean, you're kind of the, an exception yeah, because you, you have free time when you're watering the plants all day. And I think there's probably a lot of other people like you, but like, whatever. Um, I forgot what, oh, you, so you were asking about this guy. Okay, so yeah, it's not that, I mean, look, it's just one of the many things that I'm doing to try to get this so, but who's, all going. Does he say anything about his methods, really? or does Well, he yeah, just, no, you, you spend money on targeted ads. But who who are you targeting? This gets Recovery back to my people? question. Yeah, well, I'm just curious. Well, who's that's he, what, who's he targeting? Well, that's I think that's a question for you. Yeah. Well, that's no, that's a separate thing. There. I mean, it's learning to lose. It's but actually it's, not. It's though. their relationship. Yeah, but the same people. That's what's beautiful about it, right? Is that all those people need to hear this podcast, and and when they do, they fucking love it. Mm-hmm. What do they get out of it? Um, just like more in-depth, longer, more helpful conversations about how to specifically notice 
your mind in the day it's in. So and, what, and 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 what the solution to that overly active mind looks like, and how to be happy in a in a world seemingly designed to make you sad. I I, I kind of like that as a slogan almost for something. How to be happy in a world designed to make you sad. I, don't know, I just came up with that one day. Because it's pretty true. Like even what we were reading outside, it's like this, the, you know, blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth goes against the whole right. fucking way our society is built. Money basically fucking ruined that. How are you going to be meek and have any money? Yeah, we're about to go on a whole nother tangent here because, um, I mean, <laughs> living the natural life it's instinctual in us. It's gratifying, you know, catching a fish and hunting right. and killing and gathering. It, it's, Sorry, it's, oh, uh, you put us on a talk, topic and then you leave. Yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, so you live in Venice in a nice house and you work part-time? I'm technically full-time. Full-time. Just between projects right now. Oh, so you have like a like a week or two or something to uh, try longer. Are than you that. freelance? Is that how that works? Or no, we just uh, we do networking to find our clients. So working on finding a client right now for my next gig. Had some cool ones though, you know, in the past. So trying to drum it up. And how does that work? You know, just typically. Uh, like cold calls or how do you, or do you have, like, yeah. how would you find a client? It would, it would, it would be from, you, from my end. So just because I'm, you know, not a partner at the firm, uh, I would just be, you know, con- staying connected with friends of mine, coworkers of mine that are selling projects and need someone like me to go help manage a project. A project, a business? Yeah. So like, oh man, well, I can't, you know, it's a little bit confidential, so I can't say everything, but like if a big media company were to be, you know, uh, compromised with their cybersecurity and they needed a project to help shore up the business, they would, they might call us. Um, If you're doing a, corporate headquarter relocation from one side of the country to another, we would jump in and can support you. So all types of problems like that. So you help executives have to manage. You help these big companies make big moves or changes or things like this. Yeah. And then you don't actually drum up business. They get business and then they send some to you. Are you help with solving the problem? With my level, I mean, our model is, Certainly, like we become, we become connected to our clients. Our clients start to rely on us, and you know, if they have a problem, but it's, I mean, it's you, like you it's like Pat, Pat with me for your business. He might call me up and just be like, "Hey, Jack, I need to understand how to better monetize this podcast." So then I'd say, "Pat, let me give you a project. Uh, I'll sell you this piece of work. I'll put together a whole, you know, a, okay. a whole, a whole." Uh, proposal around this and give you seven ways you can monetize this podcast all for a price okay so you sometimes get net you have a network so sometimes you have repeat 
And okay. Yeah. And so it could be a week, two weeks, two months between. Yeah, it could be a couple months. Yeah. And then once you get one, then you're like intensely working for a while. Yeah. I see. You like that? Burning the midnight oil. Mm, I think that I think balance is something I'm trying to figure out. What happens if you have to do your? You're not doing your church thing now, but say you're in the middle of an well, intense it. project, and then you have to do your church on top of it. Burnt out. But you do that's it. Kind of what happened actually. But yeah, I just did it. I just figured it out. I felt like I kind of had three jobs for a while. What's you know? the third job? Well, just you know, living uh, living here in. L.A. kind of <laughs> just living in L.A. is a job. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I you saw it earlier. I do. Uh, I like I, I I so I try to talk with God and get get like messages for people from God. Oh yeah, okay. And so I don't do it. Necess- I guess I don't do it yet or necessarily at all for pay. But mm-hmm. sometimes it feels like a, a job because I go and I get asked to you know share different pictures and words with people or kind of help train them to hear the voice you know similarly so yeah that kind of was a whole thing for a while what is that called it just was creative i didn't call it anything there's not a title for it. name yeah Hmm. keep it nebulous but yeah i mean the, the idea was kind of like what you guys want to do is impact people encourage people so so you don't play off of questions that everybody you you just clear your head and you 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 receive words or things. Yeah, um, I mean, you don't like use a psychological approach to to bring things out of people. Mm-mm. No, I mean, I'm, I think it, it, your intention is really important, and so I'm hoping that every time I do it, my intention is just to care for someone and be good to them. And so in that moment, I just say, God, what do you, what do you want to say to this person? Close my eyes. And then you let God kind of paint on the canvas, right? First thing I see, I'll say it to the person or I'll start to talk about it. And usually it hits home. It's kind of wild. So, Hmm. so yeah, tonight, um, one of the, uh, one of the ladies who just, Got out of Ashley. treatment today. Yeah, Ashley. Oh, I guess are we not supposed we to? We probably weren't name. supposed to say her name. Sorry, Ashley. Sorry. But uh, yeah, I said to her, I said, hey, like, I just, I mean, I gave her this little prompt that you just got. And I said, so I keep seeing this, like, Greek, like, wreath around your head, like a, you know, like a crown that, like, the athletes would wear or like mm-hmm. you'd like Hermes. the golden one. Yeah. Like, but or made the, of leaf. you know what I mean? They were like made of leaves. leaves. Okay. And then I just told her, I was like Hermes, huh? Yeah. I just started talking about how I felt like God was saying, you're my athlete. Like I see you as an athlete. And she started laughing. She goes, that's insane. Cause I'm Greek. And then she was like, and I don't know, like I, I just started, I felt like God was telling her about winning, like what it looked like to win in the season and this kind of athlete character. But yeah, she was really touched. And so it, it, it could be random and it can look like, can look like that. And D- 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 Danielle came running in and was like, I love this guy. Yeah. Interesting. Danielle, I, I gave her one and I said, hey, Danielle, I, this is, now this is a little bit next level, like a little bit weirder. 
But sometimes yeah. I feel like I can see what clothes, like I believe there's a spirit realm, right? Where we can't, we can't, we don't have senses necessarily that can access this place. So I feel like we have different clothes there. And I said, in the spirit realm, I see like the crazy, like leather strap around you with all the bullets. Like, I feel like you're carrying heat and I don't know. I just, it's, it's like an encouraging message. It's you know always what I like, mean? it's always like random. It makes too, you like, feel good. Interesting. So, okay. I feel like maybe she is because she's kind of powering in with ideas in my world. What do you think of this picture right here? What's, what's the picture? I don't know. Is this the picture she doesn't like? It's like skull. I just want to know what your interpretation is because some people, more than one, have mentioned this picture. <laughs> I I can barely see it from here. I see a lot of skulls. You want to? I see an upside down cross. You want me to go take a gander? Sure, if you if you feel like it. Yeah, it's a it's a five hundred dollar painting, actually. Mm. I mean, okay. It's pretty heavy with death. So, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have it in my home. But teach their own. What about the angel of death? You know, I, I just want to tell you, the angel of death is an angel. And I did not realize that he's not a bad character. He is in this, he's part of the cycle. You're talking about like Moses, buddy? I'm talking about the angel of death. Where does the angel of death, other than, like, where does that come up? Archangel of death? I don't know. He's one of the angels. <laughs> I, the only story I know with the angel of death where did I hear is this? Moses and the plagues with Pharaoh. <sighs> okay, let me access. Where? I don't know. Maybe it'll come to me later. Oh, 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 hold on, though. I just want to, I, I, for some reason, I'm always... I always forget. All they sing in that song on Rogan's podcast. So too. there's this art. This artist is is Mark Riddick. I always forget his fucking name. Okay, so this artist Mark Riddick, he did. You know he he's done. Pretty much all the big. Like death metal, like you know. Uh, Look, like artwork, all right, and, and he did this this Bieber logo. I mean, it's a sick logo. Yeah, but this is this is after a, a, a whole career of like doing this kind of shit. Um, like I have actually all these cards. I, I was actually like obsessed with this guy for a second. Hold on, Let's see if I can. Bernays, where are those Mark Riddick cards? Um, fuck. Whatever. I, I don't know where they are. He just does like he's really good with like skulls and like and like roots. You know, like the de- you know the death metal, like the roots growing out from under the tree, and like <laughs> that kind of became popular. Uh, like this kind of shit, you know? Like this is Mark Riddick's art. Here, grab it and scroll a little bit. Like skulls and like yeah. ribs and 
Um, yeah, I guess you could call it death. Um, because for me, like death metal, black metal, really, which is yeah, sort of, I guess, like kind of satanic metal. Um, but like, you know, Gorgoroth, Gaul from Gorgoroth, which is one of the biggest, like, black metal bands. He lives in this little um, house. I want you to hear this, Billy. So, so Gorgoroth, like, this shit's sick, right? Like, he's ill with it. It, it's sick, but it feels evil to me. Like, I wouldn't wear it or right. have it in my house either. Yeah, that's fine. It's art. Yeah. That's it. That's all it is. It's just art. It's that's a portal it. portal to Satan. No, I don't think so. But whatever. That's okay. To each his own. I just like all kinds of art, you know, like all different. Like that. I love that, too. Like, look at that. Like, that's just a beautiful a photo taken with it with a hundred year old film camera. Like he had to, that, that, that to take that photo, some shit had to explode. You remember back in the day when yeah. like they had the sheets that you right. put over the camera and, it, bah, and it's like fucking film and the shit's upside down. And then they just get it printed on special Japanese paper. Like I'm into all kinds of shit. Like that's an old, old picture. No, it's a new picture but it was taken with an old camera it's actual film printed on special japanese paper to enhance the quality of the that's an obey you know shepherd fairy that's an actual obey uh an original signed obey paint a picture of shepherd fairy a, a, a picture of glenn danzig who's you know the king of evil rock uh, signed by Shepard Ferry. And then look at the Blood Simple artwork is awesome. And then this Matt McCormick painting, or, or, or yeah, Matt McCormick's a great painter. He, I really like that one. That one's incredible. One. Yeah, it's yeah. oil. He does these oil, uh, he does oil on canvas. And there's another one over there. So I'm really into art, all kinds of art, right? Yeah. So Mark Riddick is, um, he's a, he's, he's a, you know, he pretty much, he's so original and he's so, I just like anyone who does something that's like, like very far. They're taking it as far. Like what we're doing right now is like, we're going all the way. We're not like talking about like culture and like the weather and like, Ooh, what what albums came out today? We're talking about like some fucking deep. We're going as far in as we can. You know, like we're going, so this motherfucker went as far black death evil as he could go and nobody went further than him and and he made as many baby skeletons as he could get in that photo, (laughs) got in the photo. Yeah. Okay. But but let me just finish this thing about, about black metal is so they believe that the goat figure symbolizes like, so there's the sheep and there's the goat, like the goat is like the leader. And and it symbolizes like the, the the person who paves their own. Oh, that's where this terms. I always hear the goat. I'm like, what? How? No, 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 no. Goat this... means greatest of all time. G O A T. You're the goat. Oh, that's a, that's just some hipster bullshit. I'm talking about like some <laughs> but black metal shit. Still comes from that because the goat's the leader, 
But okay, go ahead. Maybe it's possible. No, but greatest of all time. G O A T. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, you're the goat. But so Gaul is this like very misunderstood character who was. Is that his real name? Yeah, he lives in in Nor in in Norway in this like little house, like secluded from any. He like. <laughs> I feel like I want to watch this documentary with you. It's crazy, bro. This fool is so out there. Like, talk about, you know, someone who's created an art form that's so far from anything else. And he, Vice went up there to his house to to do a little documentary on him. Because, I mean, when this fool does shows, they're like massive and sold out. And you could not believe. If you went to visit this guy, you'd be like, okay, so you're basically not doing anything popular. Or there's no way you could possibly be a star of any kind, right? But this fool, like, is. And uh, he lives you know, 20 miles, the, the, the nearest other house is 20 miles from his house and, and his, and, and he, he took them up on this hike up in the snowy mountains to this little tiny like shack that his grandfather built on the top of this fucking mountain. And the guys that were hiking were like, yo, like we can't like go, keep going. Like this was supposed to be a documentary about music. And I feel like I'm going to like die on this hill. <laughs> it was so, it's like really funny. Cause like this dude gall is so fucking serious about his ideas. Uh, and he doesn't even like the kinds of fans he's attracting. Hmm. He's like, this isn't, this is not for, he's like, I see the sheep character. And he speaks like I see this the sheep character in the in the in the audience like he has this very gnarly accent he can his English is very broken and he's like uh, got like long black hair and he just looks like fucking gnarly and he uh, got um, I guess someone did or said something to him or threatened him or something and he kidnapped them and like made them drink their own blood and went to jail for it or like he's that kind of. <laughs> He's like that guy, you know, I don't know the whole story, but the shit he says is, um, is, is kind of profound. Well, like what, well, the, like the goat thing about being a leader and not like listening to the masses and not just like adhering to like, you know, and he says stuff about Christianity and, 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 and how, you know, it, um, I don't want to like misquote him. I'm just going to like pull it up. Um, uh, so this guy is a kind of mega star in the black metal. Yeah. And, and, King, and King what of black, is black metal. What is black metal? Yeah. I no, no, true Norwegian black metal is it's. Um, um, is it like heavy metal? Hold on a second. Um, yeah, well, no, they actually hate heavy metal because heavy metal is like not. Is it fast? Is well, it... Th- this is this is you know. Bulgaroth may not be the most celebrated band to rise out of the infamous Norwegian black metal scene, but they are by far the most feared and controversial. 
With their abrasive sound, chaotic live shows, and well-publicized criminal convictions, Gorgoroth have spread their message of fear and hate across the world. At the so, is that the, <laughs> the message of fear and hate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but hold on. No, I'm not like, you know, I'm not really like backing this. I'm just saying that I'm in- it's interesting to me because it's, it's really just art, you know? Mm-hmm. What, um, like what draws you to it's you just know, the most it's the most extreme form of art it's the most extreme artistic expression that there is this this band no one went further than they did except for maybe Gigi Allen and he's like one of my heroes so I don't really it's like principles before personalities or like I don't really like need to necessarily like like I don't so, I don't need to really like Glenn Danzig to respect and to love his art. Yeah. I don't know. Is, uh, is he live like the character in the band or is that just a character? I've like literally seen this so many times. I can just like find the quote. So watch. When I talk to journalist i i uh talk to them as persons and not as journalists to keep it personal gall asked if instead of doing a traditional interview we could just put the camera on a tripod and talk what the fall of the false gods will will do basically it's <laughs> you will uh, be allowed to to focus on the god within yourself because that's the only true god the god within everything that's the only, uh, only thing, thing that Allah, uh, for me, is, uh, is worth calling God. It is the highest spirit of everything. And not this uh, control freak that's uh, telling you to, you are not supposed to do this, you are not supposed to do this. You are, uh, you are only supposed to bow down and kneel before what I say, don't taint is more than anything else. It's God is within man. God is within nature, and nature will always grow. That's the force of all life: is to grow. He like personally took us all aside and critiqued us on what he thinks we could change about our lives and shit. And it's like he met us like. A day before, you know what I mean? And the, the thing that was blowing all of our minds, and we all got together the next day and had these little huddles when he wasn't around to talk about it, was like how right on he was. I think everyone was just speaking very freely, and of course the wine was flowing, and uh, I think we all saw a, a special side to golf. There are many sides to him. He, he, he says a bunch of, you kind of have to watch the whole thing, but you kind of see what I'm saying? He sounds like a prophet. Knows what's up with you in a day. Well, no. Challenge him or fuck with him, just like it would be in the states growing up if you were one of these kind of guys. So I think he gets um, people will mess with him a little bit. And when he, as he says, when someone crosses my borders or you know uh, steps on his foot, so to speak, that he teaches them a lesson. You know, we were walking down the road one day, and he showed me this little, this little building. 
And he's like, that's my schoolhouse. He's like, yeah, I went to, um, between kindergarten and 18 years of age, I, uh, I went to school there. And it was just me and one other kid. I was like, for 18 years, you only went to school with one other person. And he's like, yeah, and that kid lived like 45 minutes away. So when school was done, he had to get on a car or a bus to go home. Like, I never got to, you know, hang out with him. Scores for uh, having us. <laughs> that, that, that actually wasn't the part about. Yeah, he's just very passionate. And, and he believes that, like. He's lived super isolated. Yeah, he, he believes that, like, you know, this is like. A wep his his he's at war and like um it's Well he a, does look like a Viking. Yeah. He's just on some like gnarly shit. And I just I don't know, I just like that. Interesting. Does, no, I find it very interesting. He does like this kind of like really dark like scary like artwork. I had that exhibition in like okay, so you have like Marilyn Manson, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Like this guy is like really the the Mar- he's like the right. real Marilyn Manson, right? So like Marilyn Manson's just like <laughs> some joke, some joke, shit. Joke. So I don't know. It's just like I just like I just like extreme forms of art, I guess you know. And 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 I don't know. I'm I'm into that. I'm into like dark shit. I've always liked that kind of shit. Like I like Skeletor. I wasn't into He Man. Skeletor is like the the villain. But I don't know, like, whatever with all that shit. Like, we're talking, like, I'm, what I want to know about is Sermon on the Mount. Like, well, how I want to live my life. So what if I like to appreciate some dark art? Like, what I want to know. You, you know what I mean? Like, this no, guy has some that's really cool. That's cool, cool. He actually says some he, really cool shit. I, and that isn't the kind of God that I want. The kind of, like, you're going to burn in hell god like fuck that no i'm not fucking with that god i'm not that's what he that's what he's rebelling against that shit and that's why they burn churches and shit because really? yeah he burns churches yeah well his followers Just, do but norwegian black metal is like church burning and shit well yeah but like a lot of uh the christian a lot of you know like um hypocritical Christians are money hoarding control freak. They're fucked up people spreading like separatism and like, um, you're going to fucking suffer in, 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 well, that's the thing. They hold that threat over your It's head. really fucked up. That's a bad threat. It's really fucked up. Burning in hell for eternity. So he's I at mean, war. Worse than that? He's at war against them. Let's, I'm going to join his army. Right. So that's no, what I'm just saying. And, and the, way, the, way he's, the way he says all this shit later on in the documentary is pretty interesting. You're like, wow. Like, so he's I, basically on the same tip we're on. He just has a different way of... Uh, he's learning to lose? Yeah, man. He's lo- he lost a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, this guy is so far from... At the end of the documentary... The guy goes, so what does it feel like to, to be this kind of person? And, and, and Gaul goes, I don't think you're, you're listening to what I'm saying. He's like, I don't think you are, understand the words that I'm trying to tell you. And he's like, well, can you show me? And he just stares <laughs> into the distance for like five minutes. 
There's no words. It, it, they let it ride, and you can see the candle burning, and he just like stares off and doesn't say a single word. And to me, that was like that was the craziest shit I've ever seen in any <laughs> interview in any documentary ever. Because this guy's like, no, I can't explain this to you with my words. And I fuck with that because I can't explain God to you in my words either. I can't use my words. I try. We're trying to on this podcast. Yeah, I get closer and I was just going to ask him how he sees it. Yeah. Because and when I share at meetings, I try to explain it in my words, but it's really hard, you know, because is. God is so misinterpreted and um, so. And you know what it is about this podcast? It's, it's like you were asking, it's support. So when I listen to it, I jive with it and it's support and like you guys are support. It support is big in mm. mm. community and humans, humans yeah, right. need support. So it's like, if you jive on this, this wave and you hear this podcast, it just backs you up. Oh yeah, that's right. This is what it I need. It gives you the help you need to, you know. Keep going wherever keep yeah. wherever keep going is. Uh, also, yeah. just just real quick before we ask Jack about God, because I wanna I want you to do that and I want to hear what he says because oh. I'm interested. But I just kind of want to wrap that thing up real quick because I, I I just I've always felt drawn to the underdog. I always whoever's losing is who I want to win. Yeah. As soon as the loser starts winning, now I want the other guy to win. I don't know. I've always been that way. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for me, like, these guys are the unsung heroes in a way. And I'm always, like, wanting to understand things I don't understand. I'm wanting to look for, ooh, everyone judges this. I want to, like, I, I don't want, I want to be the one who doesn't judge it. I want to be the one who really tries to understand it, but I don't want to be like one of these guys that paints his nails black and puts on like all the clothing and, 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 and is the sheep. Like I want to be my own. I want to lead my own. Um, I want to explore all this stuff. I want to like listen to the music and cause I mean, you saw the guy. He's interesting, right? He seems like he has a deep connection with something. Yeah, for sure. And I see, I'm not. Yeah, for That's sure. That's a really good description. Yeah, very deep. A deep connection with something. Yeah, and like his ancestors <laughs> built this house on this mountain and like it's like he's lived off the land and barely has electricity and like barely has running water. I mean, he's just a very interesting, unique guy and um he's very very passionate, more so than 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 probably 95% of all other artists. He's fucking at war. He's like will die for the cause, for his cause and his art. And like, I, I used to think that like Harmony Korine and Vincent Gallo and, you know, uh, not, maybe not so much Harmony Korine anymore, but like, uh, Fat Mike and, you know, guys that are on that tip, I really just fuck with. So I want to have an open mind and I, I hope that you're not judging me for exploring different kinds of art. Do you feel judged? <clears throat> no, which is what I love about you, but um, I'm not like, you know, some guy that's like, obviously, you know, I'm not the Satan guy or whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but I am interested in the mis the misunderstood angel that was Lucifer. Right. 
Because that's interesting. Like, that's what Danzig, Glenn Danzig talks about that. He said Satan's the most misunderstood character. Like, he was actually an angel. Maybe it was Satan, and I'm calling him the angel of death because he's a necessity, isn't he? Isn't he was where are you, where are you he was a higher angel. He was one of the higher angels. He's an archangel. So that Yeah, you got Michael, Gabriel, Lucifer. Yeah, Lucifer. What's up with Lucifer? There I mean he I, I'm gonna pull up some some stuff. I don't I I don't know how deep we can go on him, but No. He he heads up part of all of us music. Okay. I don't know. Lucifer headed up all music in heaven. Really? Yeah. That was that's the idea. He's like head of worship. Huh. And he's the highest being that's not God. Cuz huh. there's a there's a there's a hierarchy. And he was cast out. He's he's the he's the top dog that's not God. <laughs> and he was cast out. And allegedly he just got a little jealous. Mm. He he's he wanted to be like God. He wanted to be like, okay, I'm seeing, I'm leading all the worship to God. I want to be like God. So that's, see, there, there right there is my attraction to this thing. It's, it's, it's this, uh, we're, it's darkest before the dawn, right? Like, and at the end of Star Wars, he's like, Luke, like, or I, I am your father. Like, you realize Darth Vader yeah. was actually this, broken man there's so much incredible shit in star wars like it's not an accident (laughs) that it is what it is you know because like he was a jedi who became a dark sith lord and it was like and at the very end like luke brought him back right so i'm like kind of obsessed with like these gutter these lost i mean that's that's like the sobriety journey too because it's like you're almost dead but 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 I'm also like really attracted to broken darkness souls people that are yeah. like because I want to bring them back to the light because I was gifted that so that's also a big part of my attraction to all that stuff. It's also I feel like my my secret password into that world because once you can speak their language. You can, you can get them. And there's so many levels to these things because yeah, it's Satan and it's a story, but it's us as well. Because mm. would we not want to be like God? Or do yeah. we not on a daily basis? Exactly. Well, it's, the, it's the exact same story as Adam and Eve. The the serpent or Satan or whatever says, "Didn't you know you could become like God if you eat of knowledge of good and evil?" So it's literally the same question, just a different species. Are we not even trying to be God just by learning more and trying to understand? Like, we're always trying to understand. Is that not... I mean, that's what we're trying... that's great. We're on a podcast trying to do that. We're we're trying to love others as we love God, and we're trying to love ourselves as we love God, and we're trying to be more God-like by learning and growing. Yeah, we don't even really have the capacity to understand God. Or do do we really even believe he is for real? Or I should ask myself that. What, what do you are, mean for real? Like, like is it real or is it a psychological right head truth? Game? Or he's actually out there. He's out, you're saying he's, if he's any out of there, that. No. It, it's just not something in your brain that you're producing. You know, like it gets interesting 
to even think about us because we we are what we are and we see what we see and we think that's everything but the truth is we only see a little bit we see tools and patterns we don't see what's really there so to be arrogant enough to think that your perception is anything but like an ant to us or something is arrogant because we don't know what we don't know and there's a lot that we don't know in fact what we don't know is enormous uncomprehensibly enormous even what we know we don't even not sure that we really know which is what i love Mm. about you know people that don't say they can admit they don't know but what's your what what, were you going to ask him what his definition i want to okay so you're a pastor and you're you're versed on all this i just what is god to you yeah (sighs) wow dude i mean i'm just going to give you the raw like okay it might sound a little corny it just the first thing that hit me like immediately was just like oh best boy like best friend like God is a relationship to me. God is like a, God is like a coach. God is like a, he's like a dad. God is like a, like some, he's a, he's a, it's a person. It's a personality that Mm. has my back, that talks to me, that Mm. I, I talk a lot to. Is it Jesus or something else? I mean, it's, Jesus is for sure a part of God. But, are you talking to Jesus? Well, I switch. I, sometimes I talk to Jesus. Sometimes I just talk to like Papa God. You know, I think I think I oscillate a little bit. Sometimes I just talk to like some spirit or force. You know, is that because is because are, are you? Would you say that you're aware that our understanding of God is finite and God is actually infinite? Dude, I, I think we're all sitting here right now inside of God. So yeah, so you it's can, gonna get a little trippy. Like, uh, right? Okay, so yes, you do believe that. Then, right? Then you can't really, we can't really know or understand what God is specifically. Just, just think about. Let's do something really natural. Like we know the natural universe. First of all, we've somehow we got that. If we go out as far as we possibly can. We got 16 billion light years, but we also know that it's the blackness is infinite. Yeah. It doesn't end. How how do we live somewhere that doesn't end? That's just so we can't even understand. We can't understand that, yeah. and I think all of that is still inside God. Somehow, so, you, so we definitely can't understand God. Like, and yet I think that He wants to be understood, which is a really funny thing. Mm. Like that's the whole Jesus narrative is like okay god for all these years throughout like the jewish history god was telling us more and more and more about who he was through his like prophets right or through moses and then all of a sudden he says you know like jesus actually told this parable like you know uh a a man went away to and, and leased his vineyard to some like tenants to take care of it then he like sends back some messengers to collect and they kill the messengers, and then it happens over and over. It iterates. And then finally the guy's like, okay, I'll send my son. They'll finally listen to my son. And then he comes back, and then they kill the son. And they say, oh, great, we're going to take the vineyard for ourselves. So, like, this, this is probably a very, uh, like, one of the odder interpretations of that. But, 
I just think that like the idea is that God is saying over the years, I sent my like messengers. And then it finally, I, if I wanted a, the truest messenger of all, I sent my son, which is why Jesus identifies himself as like the son, the son of God, the son of man or something, you know? So I, I just think that Jesus is like this example of God reaching out and saying, I not, I'm infinite, but I want to be known. You know, like why, if, if he's real, why create humans with such crazy minds and curiosity? Because we're godlike. So why would God create something godlike? So he can experience through us. Experience what? Creation. Can't he experience creation himself? No. Because he is the creator. So that's of what he's made. He is. We're players in his dream. Yeah, and like you said, you were saying experience his creation, but aren't we a part of the creation anyway? Yes, so he is creator and witness of our creative minds, our ability to create. I think that's what separates us from other animals and life forms, is God is a mind power and we are also mind powers. That's why thought is the beginning and the end of all things. You want a better life? It starts with your thoughts. Um, states of mind are what Jesus talks about mm. only, exclusively. Yeah. Wow. Like my, like That's heaven, good. heaven on earth is like heaven. It can exist in our mind. Yeah. Um, you were saying about how he sent a bunch of messengers and then he sent his son and then we killed his son. Uh, have you seen Prometheus? No. Dude, I'd like to Good watch one. it with you. Um, we should watch all three of them. Yeah, but Prometheus is the first one. So so Prometheus is the prequel to the Alien trilogy. Oh. And Ridley Scott is big on this yeah. stuff, right? And he, yeah. he there's Reddit threads talking about how he's re- referencing Jesus in, in, in the... Um, in the movie and, and, and these superior beings who created us, um, we call them mechanics, you know, God created them and then they created us. And then we started destroying ourselves. So then they created a weapon to destroy us. And, um, they're upset because we killed Jesus. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> like, you kill, you're, you're just, so the, the mechanics. You got all that out of the movie? No, it's actually all. It's mad. a Reddit article. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 but like Ridley Scott explains it. Like Ridley Scott is like. They were going to find the creators and they need to make another movie. Don't they? Well, they did. did. the last one. They, 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 they did make a sequel. So th- basically they made a weapon. This black ooze yeah. shit. It's mm-hmm. like an organic weapon that, 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 that 
you know, has different, um, it, 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 it's like an ooze that, uh, will transform into whatever kind of weapon to kill whatever it is that it's trying to kill most effectively. Right. So, Mm -hmm. and what happened was it, you know, we went and we discovered this, this, this location where they had the weapon and, uh, something went wrong. The, the mechanics, I forget exactly what happened, but something went wrong. The weapon got um, loose, loose, or whatever, and then or or and they, killed the creators. Well, they, yeah, they they like left, or well, but some of them ended up staying. Which is this? That's that ship, the the half moon yeah. ship, and then we there were paintings, cave paintings that that had like different. Um, symbols pointing to this location, which is where the we thought we were going to find our creator, but we really found, what we really found was the, the the planet that they created the weapon. So when we went there, we started playing with the fucking shit, and the ooze killed some people, and then yeah, and then I thought from there they were going to go to the creators. Yeah, they, they were, and they did, but but before they went, they. The, the 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 worm got into his eye and then mm. the dude had sex with the girl and then she had a child which was the alien that we know of as that alien with the with the head <clears throat> you know that alien mm-hmm. so that's how that alien happened it was like a hybrid of like a human and and the, that weapon hmm. And, uh, and then we went to, it's really a horror film, but like it's, it's really, it's, but it's really interesting. It's like a, it's like a deep, I mean, he dedicated a lot of his life. This is Ridley Scott who created Blade Runner and he's a fucking genius. You know, he's one of the greatest filmmakers of all time and, and alien and Prometheus. That's his like masterpiece really. And there's so much more to it. He didn't just like make a sci-fi horror film. He like did so much research, dotted all his T's or crossed all his T's, dotted all his I's. Like, you know, there's so much, there's a whole website that talks about the, 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 um, why they're mining for like the Wayland corporation and, 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 and Wayland and all the, his reason for trying to find the creator and, and all the different um, planets and there's just, it's so deep. Like you can just become obsessed with this whole world. And, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because the Prometheus, um, <clears throat> a big part of the reason of why they're so upset is because we killed Jesus, which was basically their, um, attempt at helping us understand like that. Well, yeah. Love and forgiveness. I mean, it is kind of insane that we're sitting around thousands of years later reading line by line, a guy's interpretation of Jesus who was quickly killed. Yeah. Like three, he did three years of talking in public and quickly massacred. Insane. And why? A pretty bad massacre. Why? Why do you think? 
Why did they kill him? First of all, because he was breaking the rules, man. But like what? what rules? All the rabbinical rules. Which ones? He was he was threatening the people in power. I don't know why. Well, because really... he was saying you can worship anywhere and well, anyone. I... You don't need these people in power. Can I just ask a quick question? Have you seen Mel Gibson's The Passion of Christ? Yeah. Is it good? I like it. Is it like amazing? I think at the time it was. It was profound and impactful. You know, what What was that, like 2002? I don't know. I didn't see it. Um, I think it's great. It. I, I'm actually into this new one. So, like, people don't make... People don't make a lot of stuff, a lot of media that showcases Jesus. There's this new one. That's It's the largest crowdfunded media project of all time. It's called The Chosen. It's a it's a series, a web series. You can watch it on YouTube or they have an app. And it's like the early life of Jesus. I actually like it better than The Passion. This? It, yes. The Passion is... Whoa! Is, this shit got a 9.8 on IMDb. Yeah. That's the highest rating yeah, it's, I've ever I'm, seen. I'm, I'm telling you, it's really good. It starts slow, so stick, Wait with, a stick with it. You can't... You must be able to see this on Netflix. No. Or somewhere. No, they only have an app that you can download for high quality. It's free, or you can watch it on YouTube. Dude, I'm like all about it. I'm about to watch this shit tonight. (laughs) No, seriously, 9.8? That's insane. Here's the deal. That's the highest rating I've ever seen. It it showcases like, okay. There's only one season. Let me let me give you a little on this because so I've I've watched it four times through. I'm all in. I'm about to watch eight it. episodes times four. Thirty two. Thirty two you... episodes I've watched of it. It's yeah, but how, but how did you? How are you watching it? Uh, I downloaded their app. <clears throat> but like, can I watch it? And on you my... can watch it on Apple TV. You can watch it on your phone. Oh, what's the app called? The Chosen. What the fuck? <laughs> so wait, I can download the app on my Apple TV. Sure. That's so weird. Or just the easiest thing is to download it on your phone, and then when you press play, it gives you an option for Apple TV. The Chosen. Yeah. It's an app. Yeah. That's like the craziest thing I've ever heard of. Like, why wouldn't they just... Dude, that's so crazy. Yeah, they're they're trying to do something a little different. Yeah. Right? So they're doing all... Like, it's all free. You pay it forward. I just got the app. I'm watching this tonight. Cool. Uh, so it starts slow. Here's the thing, though. The best thing is the slow. other side of the passion. Like, the passion is just one storyline of Jesus suffering. Right. And it's, it's like this. It's the. Like, would you, would you, you know, introduce me to the podcast and only give everyone right. my worst moment of all time no, where no, I no. say, guys, I really fucked up everything. Yeah. This is. <laughs> This I, is my I, I wa- worst. I walked out of the theater because I was like, I don't want to watch this guy suffer anymore. Right. right. I was like, what, do, what is this? Like, why are we just watching people just hurt this person for two hours? Right. I, I, I don't want to see. I want to see, like, what did he do? Like, so, well, this is the answer well, to your well, ask. Have you seen Martin Scorsese's um, The Last Temptation of Christ? No. Starring William Defoe? No, but Defoe's great. Okay, bro. Okay, Martin Scorsese yeah. did a movie called The Last Temptation of Christ. And it's basically, pro- it's, it's the chosen, but like made a, a, a while ago. Does Defoe play Jesus? Yeah. Stop. 
Bro, it's insane. Oh, God. So you got to watch that. I'll that? watch this. He long. was just so good in Togo. Oh, yeah. I got to see that. <laughs> um, okay, but back to The Chosen. What I'm trying to say is this is the other side of the pendulum where it's like there's all these writings that Jesus was the most fun guy there was. Like he had more joy than any of his brothers. He's he's happy. He's fun. This is like that view. And it's it's the it's the view of Jesus early public ministry and appearance. This isn't in the Bible. It's other writings. It's in the it's in the scriptures. Yeah, the oh. Bible. Whatever you want to call it, so it's so good. It's uh, I like it because there's all these things that Jesus says. I feel like our like everyone's talking about. You know, Jesus is like the loving guy, and he's got these amazing this amazing wisdom. But then I feel like he says all these things that are a little harsh, right? And yeah. I'm like, wait, wait a second, I mean, this yeah. doesn't really connect. When I not that it's all about the chosen, but when I watch the chosen, it actually. I don't know. I feel like I got it more. Like I understood how Jesus could say some things that are harsh, but with, with like a grace or like a compassion mm-hmm. while he says it, like it's almost like, you know, he's like, if you, if you're warning your kid, like you are about to go in a timeout and like, I'm, you know, we do not want your mother and I do not want this for you. I don't know. It just, it really connected for me. So I, it has my highest recommendation. Stick with it. Episodes five, six, seven, and eight are f- fire. One through four are a little slow. I know. I, I like slow. I think the best shows in the world start slow. Yeah. I noticed that too, but you don't get all the context when you read the Bible. You know, you're right. just like, wow, he's saying some. This is a ton of context, which is great. Um, you should check it out, Billy. I want to ask you. Well, I, I won't mess. If Angela does it for me or Pat does, I won't. I'm not interested in trying to figure it out. That's, Especially because I don't have a screen to watch it on. Well, we're gonna, my, we're gonna, we're gonna try to change. You that. got a phone? I do. An we, iPhone? But I don't know. Can I watch it? Part of why I initially gave you my phone a little while ago was so you could start. I have started. Yeah, okay. A little bit. Yeah, well, it's you just go to the Okay, you know what? Grab your phone. We're going to do it right now. I don't want to. It's so it's <sighs> so easy. I wanted to I wanted to ask you one more question before we stop here cuz well, we're not going to stop. Okay, yeah, let's do that. 111. All you have to do is go to the App Store and search for and the get, chosen. Okay, I will. That's it. I'll download it's it. It's that easy. Okay, cool. I'll f- yeah, for sure. But then I want to watch it on the big screen. I don't want to watch it on here. Yeah, we'll... we'll, we'll Do you we'll, watch we'll, it on your phone? Both. Okay, maybe I will. So I'm kind of like a lay-in-bed, watch-on-the-phone kind of guy. So I see. Okay. Yeah. So I want to... Uh, just a little bit more on this God stuff, and I'll stop. But So I had this experience where I can conversate into a high state, which feels like a God state. And I just want to know, like, you're God, because it seems like it's such a driving force in your life, and you're not an alcoholic, and it has been for some time, and you've gone all the way to the level of pasture, even though it was a voluntary thing. So this is like... 
I don't know, your primary objective, it right. seems like almost. For sure. Um, and it goes in the vein of one alcoholic talking to another is uh, where the healing happens. And I've conversated with other people and you get high. You talk about God and you yeah. get high and everybody, like there's that transfer of energy again, like that. It takes other humans though. Uh, do you know what that is? Do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? I know exactly what you're talking about. And, and you've experienced that? Yeah. And you can almost like li- deliberately make it happen if you have the right people with you. Yeah, it's fun. It's like people are these chemicals and you throw them together and you get different reactions. It's a very high state that you can get to though. And I, I'm wondering how high you can get, you know? I've gotten pretty high with... That's I, so crazy that he asked... That's so weird that, that, that Billy just asked that question because this guy oh. talks about getting, like, really high. Huh. From... <laughs> like he's so, so... He's never... He, yeah. He's never done anything. I've never done any drugs. Ever. Ever. In his whole life. Or even... Or you've drank a little. I've drank a little, yeah. Been drunk, but... But he's gone well, not on trips with yeah. Jason and Vic where they're like tripping balls and he's just like high, higher than anyone there. Yeah. I, uh, well, th- okay. We're going a little further than your question. So maybe we can get, we'll, we'll get to it. But to what Pat's saying, I like, I went to lightning in a bottle and everyone was on, I think, uh, you know, a little acid, little mushrooms. And I just asked God, cause I didn't feel like I was, I never felt like I had this, like God wanted that for me or was telling me to do that. So you never once tried it. No. So I just said, God, I, can I get out of this weekend? And I, and I just kind of like, let it go though. I was like, you know what? It's okay. Like I, it was an acceptance thing. It was a surrender. I, I said, I want this, but I'm surrendering. And I almost didn't even think it was going to happen. And then it just happened. And I was, I can't even explain it, but I, I tripped for three days and we were, all of us were like a tribe. We were conscious of anything that could have slipped into my, what I was eating, you know? So I'm pretty sure nothing physical got into my body, um, you know? And so I, I wonder, I'm like, is that the, me just picking up on the collective consciousness going on? Or thing is though, this has happened when I'm alone. It's happened with one other person too. Like, we'll just start thinking about God and we'll laugh. And then all of a sudden we'll like laugh ourselves into oblivion. Like I don't really, Jason is pretty like, he'll just kind of believe anything you tell him. I feel like, I mean, when it comes to like certain things, like he's just a really, I'm like, like I don't know if I believe th- this. Do you? <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> no, I don't know. Let's, let's be honest. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's what hard. Do you that's mean a, by that's tri- actually what a do you good mean answer. by tripping? It, it's hard. Let me, me let me put it this way. Um, I was able to describe to one of our like there's tribes no way me. you were tripping like the way you trip on like acid. I'm pretty sure I was. Well, I, let me put it this way, and then you could. Say, I know I'd have to compare, but I will tell you this. I got two examples. One, I described to one of our, the people with us. There were four of us. I described to one of them. He said everything, but it felt like I could see the picture in his mind. 
that he was tripping on. And I just described all the detail to him and he started freaking out because he was like, how is that? How is that possible? And he's a guy who was, was trying to seek God and he was especially trying to seek God through drugs. Like he would take drugs to experience God. And so Mm. he was, which guy was it? Not one, you know. Okay. Yeah. Um, you might from a long time ago. Who? Brian. Oh yeah. We know Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and then the other story would be middle of the day. I crash for a nap during the nap. I'm literally climbing like crazy. I'm in another world. Was was this that lightning in the bottle? Yes. It was like a dream I have never had. I was like climbing mushrooms that were expanding and then faces and laughing. And I, it just felt like everything I've heard of would, that would be a trip and it was inconsistent with any type of dream I've had before. So mm. it did feel kind of but the, like the, some the, kind the of high that. that we're talking about, Billy, is more of a it's like a natural just like a feeling of like gratitude and peace. You know, like when you notice the birds and the sky. Yeah, and, but it can get higher. Wow. Yeah. I'm just wondering how far it can go. Because yeah. I well, experienced we it there. It I went and I talked to Jason and some guy I never knew. The first time I went over there, and we were just standing there, and, and then I asked, are you feeling this? And they said, yes. Wow. Well, that and could be the presence of God. Could also, be. You know, when, you know when else I felt it was when we were doing the gratitude thing on the boat? Yeah. Like, that but was- that was like a... I was just so I was like love high happy to be doing that and it just was so incredible and it wasn't even like I needed to be filming it or anything I was just it was so rad Jason initiated this like gratitude circle and Jack was there and hopefully you'll be there next time and it was just ripe for that experience huh? it was just no what I mean the the setting was just ripe for oh that. Oh my god! They were ready for that. We were just on the in the in the back of the boat. You know what it is too. It's like people had their walls down. You know, yeah. all the, like we all have these little like the little egos. You know, and in that moment, it was just like love happening everywhere. So. And, and to be able to receive um, affirmations and. Um, you know, love from people you care about and then in turn give it back, you know, and, and be able to talk specifically about like, you know, like Jack is so cool because he's can fit in to like any group of people and he has so much love and he's such a Mm -hmm. sweet, nice guy. And he just, he exudes this positive energy and um, he's really smart and like, like I'm just like giving him hmm. all these cool things, you know, like it feels good to give him that. And then like yeah. he can turn around and give me some. Like, Is that true? Can you fit in with everybody? What about jocks? Like, are you a sports guy? I think I can fit. I can roll. Yeah. He really, I'm, I'm, I don't look like it, but I'm kind of athletic. This fool got on a wake. No, I mean sports like you like football or you like watching sport, like that kind of stuff. And I mean, I can. I feel like I can relate with anyone. Yeah, he can. He can. But will you hit Billy real quick? I wonder if you're the ultimate. Yeah, with can. just some affirmations. Yeah. Can it be? Can it be that extraterrestrial? Doesn't, it doesn't affirmations? work. Do a little bit of both. Okay. 
Um, but I was telling you earlier, Billy, uh, just, you know, I kind of came into the meeting tonight in, in pain mm. and I felt like, uh, it just, you have a way of speaking to the group and to people and that really like brings an assurance and a calming. And I feel like you, you just have this gift to be able to like, I don't know, bring people back to center. Mm. And so it was cool listening to your wisdom tonight. And I really just, um, you know, I learned a lot from you in a way. So like what? Well, I don't even really remember what was being said. Isn't that what's crazy about Billy? Weird thing. It's just hearing just how, when he starts to talk, you're like, Oh man, like he's really believes what he's saying. Yeah. There, there's like something about your demeanor that's just kind of... He's not trying not, to like convince anyone of anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is I, the most I, convincing thing. I wish there was a better way to put it, but it's almost like you're so let go or surrendered that it allows people around you to kind of like not try anymore and it's funny because not trying is the whole learning to lose and learning to lose is the whole finding god kind of thing right where as you surrender in humility and weakness and just saying i'm going to be grateful for this moment yeah you have some peace inner freedom that is it yeah when when you stop trying it's there already i had someone do a painting for me and i told him to write give up on it because give up has such a negative connotation Mm -hmm. to it, but it's actually like the raddest thing you can do. I always love that. That's so good. I love things that, that are like, like that's an underdog statement and I want it to like, (laughs) I want to shed some light on the cool parts of giving up. Yeah. So Billy, you got, you got some gifts, man. (laughs) Okay. How do you do receiving compliments? Well, thanks. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's bullshit or not, but I, I appreciate I love, it. I love that. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, could you be more specific? I, mean, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, so. not from tonight. Okay. But. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You as well. Well, but what about the external, extra? Yeah, I call it extraterrestrial. I think I, I just meant like supernatural, but. I mean, I, I can just go, can I go ahead and yeah, be yeah, cool yeah, with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this yeah cause is... you did some cool ones on the boat that were cool. pretty profound. Okay. So I'm just, this is where I, you know, like, but as we've already figured out, like I'm not special or maybe I say I am special, but we're all really special. So it's, I just like to be like, okay, God, let go of the ego for a second, surrender, connect with God believe that God wants to say something. And then I say, God, what do you want to say over Billy? And, um, just see like if I get anything painted on my imagination. And by the way, anyone who's listening to this can try this. I I've seen people try this all the time and we've always like said, Oh, that's just me. That's just my imagination. But like, if you start testing it, you will get some crazy stuff. Cause it's like, how could I have thought of this thing that hit my head that like, I would have never thought of this. And then, you know, the best thing to do is then ask God, well, God, what does that mean? You'll sometimes, yeah. sometimes you'll get another picture, which is crazy. So I'm just going to do it right now. God, do you want to say anything over Billy while we're still on this podcast? 
Um, I just saw like, I haven't seen like a God make this expression before, but I saw like a kind of like that, that like, was it early nineties? Like, like cool expression. And I just, I know this sounds really funny, but I feel like, yeah, God says like specifically to you, this isn't something for, for everyone listening, but like, he just says like, Oh, Billy, he's, he's cool. Like to me, he's really cool. Which would actually make a lot of sense with kind of what we were just saying because we were talking about how different you are and how you approach life. And it is kind of a surrendered thing. I think God just finds that really cool. Interesting. Any comments before I hit the next one? I mean, I am surrendered because I'm just beat down. I don't don't feel like I have the power, but in not having the power, I've gotten to this place. that's better than I've ever been. Yeah. Would you describe yourself at any point in your journey as like broken hearted? Oh yeah, for sure. I live with a broken heart and especially re- recently, but yeah. I just, the reason I, I'm trying to like connect the word, right? What, what, what would God value as cool? I know that um, there's this like psalm that says like God is near to the brokenhearted. Like those are the people that he's really close to. So it kind of makes sense that you would be like, it's kind of, I, I don't know. I do think of you as close to God regardless of what your, what you might say your views are of God, but Yeah. All right, I'm going to just give give one more shot. So, God, anything else you want to say over Billy while we're still on this podcast? Um, I see this, like, this picture of a table with, like, a big feast on it. But like the feast is all just different types of fruit. So I saw cantaloupe and I saw like blueberries and um, I just feel like God is kind of, I know, I think he's, are you turning 50 soon? You said, Mm -hmm. I feel like God just wanted to tell you like you're coming into a time in your life where you're just, you're going to feast on all the fruit that you planted. You you even talked earlier about like sowing seeds, Mm -hmm. you know, even like, getting on here as this is a seed to someone. I feel like even this year, I feel like you're going to start really like getting to enjoy like never before all the fruit that's come out of everything you've planted. So I think what that looks like is people are going to start calling you and being like, Hey Billy, you said this to me five years ago and it saved my life. And, um, just like enjoying and connecting with people who have really been impacted by you has that already kind of started to happen recently or Pat appreciates me, which I appreciate. Uh, Courtney called me out of the blue, but it seems like Angela's starting to admire me. That you were talking about in the weird backwards way. Maybe I know. I don't really know for sure, That's no. cool. but I do feel like, I do feel like I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, enjoy the fruits of, not what I made happen, but just 
I feel it coming. I, I've been yeah. saying it for a while. I just yeah. feel like the money's roll. It's not, it's not always money, but I feel like the fruit, which is abundance, which yeah. is all the things, right? It's rolling in. I can, it just, yeah, I've been feeling that way for months. I like what you said about it with Angela coming in like maybe a backwards way because the little table that I saw, the fruit was all like cut up and made into arrangements where there were like figure eights and different different like configurations. And so mm. I felt like God, like the purpose of that is for God to be like, it's going to come in like kind of creative ways that aren't exactly what you would think. So, Well, that's hopeful. I like that. Cool. Cool. How are you? I'm great, man. I'm just, I feel like I'm just waking up. Really? (laughs) Second wind. Oh. It's kind of ironic the back of your shirt says, Fear is your only God. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, well, I mean, not for us, but for... Right, it's not exactly what I believe. You know what, though? Sometimes fear is my only God. Sometimes it's mine, too. When I'm not connected to that real shit. Yeah. Fear is just my... My life can be... Consumed by paralyzing fear. Yeah. Just like, just like that. It just came in real quick, thinking about having to work out tomorrow. Mm. I can relate. What's wrong with working out tomorrow? Um, I don't know. I just doesn't sound fun. I got to work out tonight and write and read. Yeah, so we're gonna wrap it up. But I think that uh, I don't know if you can. Next Monday, maybe we can just continue this. I'd love sure. to do a part two with Jack. Let's okay. do it. And just go more into like... I want to go to that place. I wonder if it can transmit through this podcast. Yeah. The conversation got into... get there. Yeah, I think we should just try to like do a tentative like... Okay. We're all going to be here on Monday. Sounds good. Afterwards, we'll, we'll, we'll try to go even further. Yeah. You know? Let's do it. All right. Thanks, guys. Good night.